Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, June 23rd, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. June 23rd is Jerry Steves' birthday. My dad, who's <gasps> sleeping on the couch in the other room as we record. Aw, <laughs> happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, Jerry Steves. That's nice. Yeah. Um, does Jerry Steves know about our Patreon for Broadway Radio? <laughs> I, uh, you know, I don't think he knows what that, those words mean together. I'm not good so. at transitions. I just thought maybe I'd throw it in there. You did it. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into the news, I, I, we would, we would be remiss if we did not mention (laughs) a particular Twitter frenzy. Something happened on Tuesday. Something happened. Somebody tweeted something that looked like uh, the Lyceum marquee with a waitress logo uh, featured. Um, This was. (laughs) Very sus. It was also hilarious to get a screenshot of that particular tweet sent to us on various group chats. (laughs) (laughs) Because this person that tweeted it, it just was doing it like, hey, like, what's going on? This is a public, you know, uh, the Lyceum is the marquee. It's the marquee. Of course, you're going to take a picture of it. But the rumors are kind of crazy. You know, we've noticed that on the website, it says, we'll see you in the fall. Does that mean that the show fully is coming back? Does that mean that Sarah Bareilles, you know, is actually going to be Jenna is again? Is that when they're officially going to announce it at this point? Are who's, they going to film it? Yeah. You know, uh, it's just weird. And so we didn't want to include it in like our news news where we have actual factual things. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. But I had to, I had to say it because I just cannot believe and. Yeah, I mean, it really got, it really got the rumor wheels turning with everybody. Cause it's like we've had speculation that it was going to go to what the, not the Barrymore. What am I? Oh, it is. The no, Barrymore. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, yeah. The Barrymore. I was trying to think of what it was at before and then got myself tripped up it, and it was at the yeah. Atkinson before. I was um, going to say the Brooks Estmanskis Theater. <laughs> that's what it should be. Let's be realistic. Yeah. Everything should be named in Brooks's honor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, you know, had heard that it is going to go to the Barrymore and then we don't know when it's going to happen. And I think all of us have simultaneously heard a lot of, uh, contradicting things about the show and if it's actually going to yeah. happen or not. So to see something come up on the marquee, everyone was just like, you know, literally stop the presses. Like, is this happening? And then we still don't have any news. So the news mm-hmm. is that we have no news, but we may or may not be getting waitress at the Lyceum. And then <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, it is there. I mean, there, there's a marquee. So we're a marquee. unsure, but we just want it on everybody's radar and we will be updating you as frequently as possible because <laughs> it is news for us. Matt did say that that could be possible that they're just really screwing with everybody and just putting up different show marquees for different theaters. I actually hope that's really the case. I hope it's just, you know, we get random shows put up throughout uh, the theater district on everybody's marquee. Yeah. That would be funny. And really you know what? With everybody. <laughs> Speaking of uh, new shows, I guess. Uh, is, is, uh, is that, is that let's, I don't know. <laughs> let's get into some news. Uh, a new executive producer has been named for the Music Man on Broadway due to the public outcry for change and leadership after the mm-hmm. allegations against Scott Rudin were made public. Uh, Kate Horton, a previ- who previously ran the Royal Court Theater in London, will oversee the Broadway production of the Hugh Jackman, Sutton Foster uh, production to begin December 2021. 
2021 and open February 2022. Horton will oversee all aspects of the production alongside producers Barry Diller and David Geffen. Now, I also wanted to turn your attention to the fact that the website Ooh, has do. changed with some updates. Additionally, two BIPOC cast members were named on their website, um, you know, because they're promoting ticket sales, of course. I got the email today. I'm sure you did, too. Mm-hmm. Gino Cascula uh, from So You Think You Can Dance will play the town ruffian Tommy Gilles, which is different from my friend who was cast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And young pro <laughs> ballerina Emma Crow will play Zanita Shin. Again, I don't love that the only two minor principal characters, because, you know, it's an all principal white cast, but the two minor principal characters are now people of color. Okay, cool. Except for the fact that they're the two people that get together. Yeah. People can only only date who they look like, clearly. And also that, like, before this, by the way, the only person of color was the, quote, in the script, hoodlum Tommy yep. Gilles. Yeah, so, weird. And then again, they're going with a person called Eric Cool. He's an incredible dancer. He yeah. was on season 16. You absolutely have to see him dance. But also Emma Crow is an incredible ballerina as well. Mm-hmm. So the I'm sure the Marion Librarian scene is going to be beautifully choreographed. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but I just go like, ah. I hate this production. I just hate it all. I hate it all. I hate how white it is. I hate how white of a show it is. I, you know, it's already poorly cast with Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster and people can fight me on that till the day I die. I'm fine with it. You you do not well. I will say, uh, Sutton vocally is 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 an incredible vocalist, but that <sighs> voice isn't for no no. But I mean, like, isn't the part written for like an incredible like soprano? And yeah, it's written for Sutton a soprano. It's Marvin also Mezzo. written for somebody younger. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I feel like uh, I feel like. <laughs> I have a very controversial opinion that I do not like Sutton Foster's voice. Okay. No, that's fine. Um, and I feel like the only person who is that way. But I will say that I do not like Sutton Foster's voice because she is so frequently cast as like a mezzo-soprano or a soprano in certain things, or at least tries to, you know, belt that way. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't land for me. It's not a pleasant tone for me but as an alto i think she's awesome yeah so for her to be in this role it's just oh i'm not looking forward to it i understand the pull marketing wise to say like this is her return to broadway that makes sense um but but you're right if you're looking at this like if this were, you know, any other, if this were like a regional production, you wouldn't have cast her because that's right. not the right vocal part. Right. So, um, but Hugh Jackman is literally the film music man because of The Greatest Showman. This is The Greatest Show. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> I just don't, yeah. I, I'm all... Mm. <laughs> I'm okay, also not. Fair. I'm also not a music man person. This this is the epitome of a show oh, yeah. not meant for me. Like I have to kind of take myself away from that because every time I see the music yeah. man, I'm just like, Ugh. but it's nothing about it. Nothing about the show. Nothing about this cast is clearly made for me, and that's fine because there will be people that will enjoy it and buy tickets for it. And as long as mm-hmm. Scott Rudin's no longer attached to it, I am delighted by that. I hope everyone exactly. goes to see it and throws their money into Broadway and not into Scott Rudin's pocket. And that's really all that matters. Yeah, that that's exactly it. Can I be honest? I for years was like, you know what? It's not that bad. 
um, because I didn't really like the show that much either growing up. Yeah. But I was like, I just appreciate that it's written by a woman like Meredith Wilson. Oh, I know. I was and the then, same. <laughs> and then I found alone. out and I went, the hell? You're not alone there. I was the same growing up. And then I, yeah. you, know, you know, looked it up in some musical theater book at mm-hmm. the time. And I was like, oh, disappointing. No, I'm but definitely we, mad we, that they lost <laughs> to West Side Story. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. All right. Before we get into the rest of the news, because we could talk about that for hours, we'd like to talk about our sponsor for this week, ExpressVPN. <laughs> we could talk so about you, them for hours. We could and we will because I personally cannot and will not be caught using the internet without an ExpressVPN because Good. it's basically like peeing with the door open. I will say it every single day because I truly don't <laughs> have another it. anecdote. Yeah. Um, but also because like peeing is something that I do quite frequently and yeah. I would I would not leave the door open. I do. I do. However, <laughs> ever have to leave the door open when I shower in this particular apartment because uh, it's a very small yep, bathroom yep, and it gets same. quite foggy. I know it well. <laughs> I know it well. Yeah. Gotta keep the door open except, you know, when you're actually using the bathroom. Gotta stay hydrated. Gotta use ExpressVPN. Internet service providers like Comcast or Verizon know every single website you visit and those ISPs can sell your information to ad companies, tech giants, whatever else, whomever else, and they'll use that data to target you with ads of things you don't want ads for. Express ExpressVPN, though, creates a secure tunnel between your device and the internet so people can't look into your online activity. What you do, you open up the app, you tap one button, and you're ready to go. ExpressVPN is rated number one by CNET, Wired, and The Verge, and also us, and we're the most important people of that list, let's be realistic. And unlike other VPNs, it works on phones, laptops, routers, everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected, and that's what you want out of a VPN. Exactly. I like protection. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Last year, all of my data was taken from me because of one leaked password. It was awful. I couldn't get into my social medias, you know, email, Google Suite, you name it. It was horrifying because I don't know if you're familiar, but we literally live on the Internet through our passwords. Unfortunately, you have to protect yourself using a VPN. It's the easiest way to do it. I'm so much more protected. I feel so much safer using the Internet. Excellent. So secure your online activity by visiting expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio today. That's expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio. And you can get an extra three months for free. expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio. All right, we got more Broadway news. Let's go. Yay. Let's go. We did the it. Minutes. <laughs> the Minutes. Yeah, the Steppenwolf production of The Minutes by Tracy Letts. Um, August Osage County, anybody? Hello. Yeah, I know. Uh, divorce on HBO, anybody? I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, I still have to watch that. Oh, my God, Ashley. Yeah, I'm telling you, I it's love it. It's on the I, list. It's on I, the very, very long list. I mean, obviously, I love it right now. Um, <laughs> it was... <laughs> but the minutes by Tracy Letts will resume performances on Broadway at Studio 54, a whole ass two years after its originally scheduled opening. So I'm, I'm glad to see that it's coming because I, I really did want to see this particular show. Yeah, um, same. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, there you very, go. We're, we're getting it. Very, very much. Yeah, and we've been talking about this recently because we've had a couple of times where we've talked about um, 
you know, what houses have been open, what houses are open now, um, and what could possibly go into that. We talked about the minutes and they were initially supposed to go into the court, which is obviously now undergoing renovations until God knows how long. So we've, you know, looking at Studio 54, you know, we've got Carolina Change coming up, which cannot wait for. And then it was open after that. So I, this makes sense. It's so great to see this. I've been really looking forward to this show. Um, and it's essentially happening like exactly, you know, exactly two years to when it was supposed, cause I think it was supposed to be opening mm-hmm. pretty much right before or right after the pandemic happened or the shutdown happened due to mm-hmm. the, the pandemic. So, uh, you can keep those subway ads up now. Yeah. Isn't that nice? It's that daggum bird. Yeah. What's going on with that? All right. <laughs> let's talk about some Tony Awards shout because the bird. shout out to that bird. He's getting his royalties. He's getting that money. Get and we love to that see it. Money. Bird. Representation matters. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> bird representation. It is important. <laughs> So everyone but the lightning thief will get a Tony this year. The Tony Awards administration (sighs) will present special Tony Awards to the Broadway Advocacy Coalition, David Burns, American Utopia, and Freestyle Love Supreme. The awards will be presented on September 26th, honoring the 2019-2020 season. And I mean, I'm excited for most of these. Yeah. I mean, all of them. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say it. I'm excited all about them. all of them. All of them. Yeah, I think this is great. I'm especially excited about Broadway Advocacy Coalition getting mm-hmm. something. We've talked. That's huge. That's extremely huge. And I think, you know, something has to be said about that in terms of like the Broadway League not communicating with their demands for <laughs> the entire year. Here's a trophy. Uh, here's a trophy. We'll give you that. Now you shut up and get back to work. Um, but Maybe. I mean, we, we keep talking about the incredible work they've done. And I said it on social media that I think what they've been doing over the past year has been unparalleled. Uh, so I'm, you know, for whatever you think about the Tonys and especially whatever you think about this year's Tonys, uh, it's really great to see them recognized for all of that work. Yeah. I mean, it's, this, this is really important, an important step. And I hope that it, you know, continues every time we do a Tony Awards, even though this is the 2019, whenever, 2020. <laughs> whenever we may be doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Broadway Bears. I don't know if you're familiar if you've ever gone. Uh, but I love Broadway, a Broadway Bears. Do you yeah. love it? The I Jerry Mitchell production. I mean, come on. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Uh, Broadway Bears twerk <laughs> from home is uh, began Sunday, June 20th, and the online stream, as opposed to their like normal live performance event, has raised. Uh, at, to this point, $349,000 so far for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS. It's still going on. We highly recommend that you donate if you have never done it before. You know, um, this, this event is every year and is such a big deal that I didn't yeah. expect them to do this from home. Like it starts with J.R. Strong very, Johnson. Yeah. I was very surprised. Was very surprised. And the title still makes me laugh. Uh, cause I think we <laughs> talked, Matt and I talked about it when it was announced and I was just like, excellent, perfect title. So yeah. I'm glad if for nothing else, they got to do it at home because they got the pun in. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, okay, cool. But I'm glad that they're raising money. And again, yeah, all of the, amazing. all of the funds go to people amazing. in need. Uh, she is the Leah Michelle starlet Leah Michelle always wanted to be. Rachel Zegler will play the titular Snow White in the new live action Disney musical adaptation featuring music by Pask and Paul produced by Mark Platt. This comes as more like women of color will be playing iconic Disney princess roles like 
Halle Bailey is going to play yeah. Ariel in the yeah. upcoming live action Little Mermaid movie. We've got Rachel playing Snow White. You know, we're going to see yeah. her in West Side Story. She just got announced Another to be Disney in princess, Shazam too. Exactly. And it's just like, all right, cool. Like, let's go, you guys. I'm Rachel, excited about these. Rachel's taking over the world. And <laughs> that is. makes me real, as Matt said in our group text, and that really makes me happy to say I think she's incredible and she should be on a Broadway stage immediately. Hopefully that's what comes after she's done doing apparently every movie and movie musical known to man. Um, but yeah, I think this is great. I'll be really excited to see it. I'm not usually excited about live action Disney musicals movies at this point but I like Pask and Paul I think that this is going to be a smart decision I mean I I enjoyed uh, what they contributed to the Aladdin live action I think this is the right move for Mm. them to take on a whole Mm -hmm. piece for for themselves Um, and yeah I I love their work so I think this is going to be really cool do it up I'm excited let's go uh, rounding out the Williamstown Theater Festival includes Nikki M. James starring in Alien Nation and Michaela Diamond, Zachary Noah Pizer, and Grace McLean. Hey. Uh-huh. Um, they're going to be in the world premiere musical Row, July through August. I mean, Williamstown, we've been talking about their season like coming up, but this one was like all star casting uh, for a lot of their new shows. I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Every person I've ever known that worked for Williamstown Theater Festival had the Just greatest things to say. It. Yeah, like unanimously so. Yeah, so um, obviously this is one of those out-of-town theater festivals that, or Broadway, like, essentially, like, Broadway houses where you go, like, Mm -hmm. whatever works there oftentimes gets funded and gets put on a Broadway stage. So, Mm -hmm. like, the last thing I think that I saw that was, like, straight from there to New York was uh, Seared. Did you see that uh, at MCC? I yeah. could talk about Seared for hours. <laughs> Good. Baby. I knew it was up your alley. I knew it. I was sitting there and I was like, Anthony Bourdain would be proud. Um, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, glorious. I, I saw Seared because uh, I remember this. I saw yeah. Seared and had like an Anthony Bourdain book in my purse that I was reading at the time. But yeah, I love Seared. We're uh, all Seared fans, as far as I know, at Broadway Radio, because Matt and I both loved it. Yeah, yeah. I thought that that's, I think that that's my favorite Krista Rodriguez performance I've ever seen. Oh, so. she's so great. Yeah, there you go. See uh, we talked about them see yesterday. And go to go see Seared. <laughs> it's not playing anywhere. <laughs> no, but it should be always. It makes my heart very happy. Roll with bars, killing the game with yeah. a knife. Yeah. Uh, we talked about them yesterday, but the Jimmy Awards, where the teens celebrate being good at singing and stuff, they <laughs> found their host with none other than the high school musical king himself, Corbin Blue. The Jimmy Awards will stream Thursday, July 15th at 7.30 p.m. They could not have picked a better host. Bet on it. Bet on it. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's all I got. That's all I got. You gotta get I your head in the game. Get you, get you, get you, get your head in the game. Oh, you want to talk about the biggest little fan girl. I oh, believe man. That. I 100% believe that. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you photos of me as Vanessa Hudgens oh God, in yes. High School Musical. It's Please embarrassing. Do. I have like Please the matching do. outfit from like the, oh, God, it's start of something new. All right. Um, <laughs> here we go. Well, Atlantic Records and Warner Brothers Pictures announced today that the In the Heights original motion picture soundtrack is the number one soundtrack in the U.S. It's at the top of the Billboard soundtracks chart. 
I mean, yeah, that's it exactly sh- what we want. It kind of should be. It's it sound. Uh, that's one thing we didn't really get to talk about when we did our roundtable. And there was yeah. there's been several articles about it, but just the sound. Just and I think like my friend and colleague at backstage, Casey Mink, did a piece on like the sound design of everything with the in the Heights. True, um, but the fact that it just it sounds different than any movie musical that we've really heard in the past and i think it really comes through with the soundtrack as well as it should um so yeah listen to it buy it stream it all of it highly recommend money exactly and yeah (laughs) it's it's really good but also give that original broadway cast some love if you're missing it if you're missing it always All right, finally, and some recommendations and cabaret recommendations because I know oh, you're hello. a cabaret queen, Ashley. No, I try. I, yeah, I'll be attending, and I hope that you are too. Uh, Don't tell Mama's production. I guess production. No, I'm not going to say that. Sure, we're not. Oh, sure. Uh, my sister Alexis Molnar sings the Fiona Apple songbook Cabaret June 30th, July 1st, okay. and 7th. The show is directed by Max Friedman of Be More Chill. Music directed by Madeline Smith of Waitress. You love Alexis from Rise on NBC. Dear Evan mm-hmm. Hansen before they replaced mm-hmm. her with a woman of color for tokenism. Well, that's neither here nor there. I won't say that. Um, but I've seen it already and I'm going again. You can get your tickets oh, at dontellmamanyc.com. She's doing Left Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Oh, yeah. She's doing Fetch I... the Bolt Cutters in August. So you don't want to miss that one as well. You but... know I love Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Yeah. I'm probably going to listen to that tonight now while I, I do other work. But it's the work will be in my head. Like what she's able to do. And again, like through her direction and Max's direction, like it's not just like 54 sings Fiona Apple. Like what she does is a show. It's incredible. It's storytelling. And it was my first Don't Tell Mama experience, to be honest with you. Like, (laughs) really? Yeah. Oh, that makes me very happy. Yeah. It's, I I mean, it's awesome. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go see that show again because she's spectacular. That's, That's a great, first of all, it sounds like a great show. Second of all, it sounds like a great introduction to Don't Tell Mama. Mama, which yeah. everyone should always go to and throw their money at. Exactly. So there you go. Bring cash, people. Yes, absolutely. Bring cash. I was not aware. <laughs> bring cash. Oh no. Yeah. Oh yeah, there, girl. That, that outside ATM that looks like things have lifesaver. happened there. It's a lifesaver. It was as a long lifesaver. as it's up and working. It is a lifesaver. I've had many times where it hasn't been. There's that. Grace is going Oops. to the bank. Thank you for listening to today on Broadway. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio. Don't forget about our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. We're going to tell Ashley's dad about it just so that he'll know yeah, where to get his news. True. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Well, thank you guys so much. You won't see us tomorrow. <laughs> we'll both be at baseball, baseball games, games. <laughs> but competing baseball games. I'll be at the Yankees and Grace will be at the Mets because that's apparently what we do instead of our jobs. Oh, enjoy Matt or whomever you're <laughs> listening to. We will see you soon. 